This is Things You Might Not Have Heard, and I am Jay Cleveland Payne, and I'm ready to present to you yesterday's latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture. This is your go-to supplemental source, supplemental source for both mainstream and unconventional news stories you may have missed, but a little added context thrown in. We have eight stories in the queue for you today from the past day. You vetted them as conversational. I put them into this newscast with a little bit of magic and dust to make that happen there. We'll explain the whole vetting process at the end of the headlines and bring you some fun today things as well. So stick around to the end. You're going to enjoy it. Now, make sure you visit our website. This is theconversationproject.com for more details on how we do this all day and where we can find, be found all day long with Conversation Project stuff. Plus, email us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com. Let us know what we can do for you. Now, let's get into the headlines. We have, like I said, eight stories for you today to get into for today being Wednesday, December 13th, 2023. Starting off with headline number one. And there are no particular order on the top. So, explain how we get there. But there's no particular order in how engaged they are. But they are some very engaging stories. And this one I could just could not get off the top of my head. I just had to get to it straight. Doritos. Empirical releasing nacho cheese flavored alcohol. Doritos is a unique collaboration with Empirical, a Danish company, and they're set to release a limited edition spirit flavored like nacho cheese. The new product known as Empirical X, Doritos Nacho Cheese Spirit, marks a novel venture in the world of flavored spirits. The collaboration between Doritos and Empirical has resulted in a boozy drink that captures the essence of a freshly opened bag of chips. Doritos, especially a 750 milliliter bottle of nacho cheese flavored alcohol will be priced at 600 or sorry, $65, 650 would be way too much, just 65 bucks. The launch is a creative endeavor by PepsiCo, parent company of Doritos and the instiller Empirical to innovate the flavored spirits markets. You can start to gag right now if you want to, because it sounds pretty terrible, but Doritos Locos Tacos, pretty tasty. The drink, maybe not so much. Let's go on to Harvard President Colleen Gay, who will remain in her job after her controversial remarks. Harvard using her President Claudine Gay will continue in her role despite facing backlash over issues related to anti-Semitism. The decision comes with increased scrutiny and calls for her resignation, as well as that of two other university presidents in response to handling of anti-Semitic system on campus. One president fired, the other one not so much. The controversy has was heightened during discussions and responses about anti-Semitism during the Israel-Hamas war. Despite the pressure, the Harvard board has decided to keep Claudine Gay as the leader of its prestigious Ivy League institution. The decision reflects the board's support for President Gay amidst a challenging situation. Our next story. This is a breaking news from last night. Came in this morning to see this, and I'm glad that it worked its way into our headlines today for your engagement. Andre Brower, star of Homicide, Life in the Streets, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and other series and films, dies at 61. Andre Brower, the Emmy-winning actor renowned for his roles in Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Homicide, Life on the Streets, has passed away at the age of 61. Brower, celebrated for his powerful performances and his distinctive voice, died after a brief illness as confirmed by his longtime representative, Jennifer Allen. His career was marked by critical acclaim and admiration for his skillful portrayals, especially as a master interrogator in Homicide and as a memorable character, Captain Raymond Holt, in the popular series, a very funny series, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Brower's passing is a significant loss in the entertainment industry, and he was a talented and respected actor with notable presence both on screen and off. We will definitely miss Andre Brower. Let's move on to the next headline, and it reads like this. Russia has lost 87% of troops it's had prior to the start of Ukraine's war, according to U.S. intelligence assessment. 
Recent U.S. intelligence assessment revealed that Russia has suffered significant military losses in the ongoing conflict in Ukraine, losing approximately 87% of its active duty ground forces that were initially deployed. Of course, they added more people to that, but 87 of the start is a big number. The report indicates that out of the 360,000 troops Russia had committed to the invasion, around 315,000 have been killed or injured. This staggering loss not only reflects the high human cost of war for Russia, but also suggests a severe impact on the country's long-term efforts to modernize its ground forces. The figures presented in the U.S. intelligence report greatly exceeded the official numbers acknowledged by Russia, obviously, highlighting the war's devastating impact on Russia's military capabilities. Now, what this really kind of means in a grander sense, as we're dealing with um, Vladimir, Vladimir Zelensky uh, literally coming hat in hand to get money to keep on fighting the Russians, is that something is working, or more the fact that Russia's attacks aren't working. And there's a reason to keep this thing going if you believe that Russia is the aggressor and the bad guy. If you don't, then you can believe what you want to because it's going to roll into whatever you want it to be. This is a story that caught my attention. It may not be the big story out there, but it was an interesting one coming from News One. A headline reads, Slavery Books Removed from X Plantation in Texas After White Amateur Historian Michelle Haas Complained. The Texas Commission recently made a decision to remove books on slavery from plantation gift shops, sparking controversy and debate. The move has been seen by some as an attempt to erase or downplay the history of slavery in the United States. Removal of these books comes amidst a broader national conversation about how the history of slavery and the U.S. Civil War is represented and taught. Action by the Texas Historical Commission is part of a larger trend in the U.S. where portrayal of historical events, especially related to slavery, the Civil War, and African American history is being reconsidered and, in some cases, completely censored. Such actions have raised concerns about the impact of education concert content and the understandings of historical truth. Essentially, whitewashing, for lack of a better term, over slavery things. Here's a place that we should probably kind of settle on. A former plantation, a place that has a museum that talks about what's going on, should probably be the place where you can talk about slavery since the point of the plantation was slaves worked the crops, slaves worked the land, slaves worked everything, and you kind of tell the truth. The truth is, slaves existed. It kind of was there. You really can't gloss over that. And because some people are literally butthurt because, you know, white people owned black people back in the day, and we don't want the white people now to feel bad because somebody's ancestors owned black people because it happened is a problem. It is a problem. It is a problem. There's nothing wrong with facts, nothing wrong with truth, nothing wrong with something that makes the past people look bad, as long as you understand that you're not them, which is apparently the problem. Next story. Hasbro is laying off 1,100 workers as weak toy sales persist into holiday season. Hasbro, the renowned toy and game maker, is facing a significant workforce reduction, laying off approximately 1,100 employees, which accounts to nearly 20% of its global workforce. So in the large scheme of things, not that big, but 20% of something and 1,000 of something, it's a big chunk of folks. The decision comes in the wake of weak toy sales, especially during the critical holiday shopping season. The company had previously announced job cuts, and its recent announcement marks the further step to response to continue the struggle with soft sales. Layoffs at Hasbro reflect broader challenges in the toy industry, where companies are grappling with challenging consumer trends and economic pressure. One thing that's odd about toys is they're not the same toys you had in the, back in the day. Everything that was basically a commercial for toys isn't exactly working. And the market for kids for stuff, since they're all basically just kind of glued to their electronics, actually takes away from time to play with toys. Dolls are not a big thing because if you're watching videos all day, the doll doesn't matter. 
unless you watch the video to see the dolls, which my daughter did a lot, watching videos and wanting to buy dolls, and now she just watches videos. She's a little older now, so it works out the way. This is a story that grossed me out, apparently grossed you guys out enough to, to, to respond to it in the kind of the funny faces. Let's talk about it. Medics removed 300 stones from women's kidney after she didn't drink water for years. How is that possible? Let me read you from the mirror. In Taiwan, medical professionals removed more than 300 kidney stones from a 20-year-old woman who had reportedly not consumed water for almost two decades. Instead of hydrating with water, she consistently chose sweetened beverages. There you go. The lack of water intake contributed significantly to the formation of kidney stones. The woman initially sought medical attention for waist pain and December 8th this year led to the discovery of the stones. The stones, not the rolling stones, 300 kidney stones. Doctors perform a minimally invasive procedure to remove the stones. The case highlights the importance of proper hydration and potential health risk associated with substituting water with other beverages, especially sweetened ones. Yes, sweet drinks are great. Sodas are awesome. Coffee with a little sweetener is awesome. Try coffee, just plain water, because it's mostly water. Drink more water. 300 kidney stones. A bit excessive, you might think. Wrapping up with news on Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Their Archwell Foundation sees $11 million drop in donations. But don't cry for them, Argentina, quite yet. Here's the story. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's charitable organization, the Archwell Foundation, has experienced a significant decrease in donations. In 2022, the, don the foundation reported a notable shortfall in contributions contributions, that's the word, resulting in a loss of revenue compared to the previous year. Specifically, the donations dropped about 9 million pounds, about $11 million, foundation receiving only 2 million in donations in 2022. Stark contrast to the 13 million in 2021. This decline in funding has raised questions about the foundation's operational and financial status. Despite the decrease in revenue, the foundation, which employed five people, has been actively involved in philanthropic activities, just with only $2 million to play with coming this year instead of about $13 million. Don't worry about Harry and Meghan yet. I think the time is coming, but right now, not quite there. Um, they're doing okay. They're making things work out. Their charitable organizations, their work life, that balance may be losing a bit of balance. Or apologies, errors, and omissions. We did a little upgrade to the robot editor, who I think did a much better job getting things in line. So hopefully you liked how it went. I had to get used to reading the, um, the narratives in paragraph. <laughs> In paragraph form instead of in bullet form so bear with me on that one we'll work on that in the next couple of days and through the holiday weekend holiday weeks i should say for our missions here's a story that i really want to get to but we had so many great stories that we couldn't really get them in there this is one that goes back to the weekend in the hall in this saturday night live cold open that was the 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 fake um the re, re the redirect the um parody of the hearing with the presidents from the big universities being yelled at by uh, basically Elise Stefanik for about 40 minutes, although she only had like five minutes real time. Celsey Strong, former cast member, was supposed to come back and do the part of Elise Stefanik, but she backed out at the last minute. That's why a new cast member did the thing and did it fairly well if you want to. The biggest issue was she was uncomfortable about some anti-Semitic jokes that were in there. She didn't want to perform them. The big thing about the whole skit came down to most folks just did not find it very funny. It was more cringe than it was on the nose. Some of these things work out well, some don't, and they just thought it was going to basically take Take advantage of the um, 
the newity, the, the the freshness of the actual commentary and things going on, and the fact that you know by the time they got to the skit at the end of sun, Saturday. One of the folks had been fired already, so they had to change it up on the fly there. But Cecily Strong did the first rehearsal, retaped it for the first rehearsal, decided she couldn't do it, and then just didn't show up in the show. You can talk about that offline, inside of things there, but we just did not have time for that inside of the actual headlines for today. Although, I'm going to tell you, it's a very high-pointing story, high-engaging story. It may pop up for the weekend. We may come back to that one if it engages high enough. Let's go to our teaser story for today which is actually you know for tomorrow this is a story we could talk about tomorrow morning if you deem it worthy of the chit chat and that's very simple go to our feeds on facebook and twitter facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation and you can tell us if we're talking about this story if the story is in the top 15 of stories we take the top 15 out of about 30 to 33 stories based on how we kind of post things and how the day goes honestly uh for you to engage in if it's top 15 top half of the stories we're going to consider it for the eight stories you pull into the actual headline show headline for today tomorrow to um consider sports illustrated publisher fire ceo after ai debacle Sports Illustrated, one of many organizations who have tested the waters of using AI to pull stats from various venues and turn them into articles that are, you know, generic. You know, you can take a, you take someone's stat sheet, a basketball um, stat sheet, and it pulls the numbers and gives you top numbers and whatever who scores and kind of pulls the blanks. May see a mad libs of things. The problem is, most of the places who've used this technology have found it's terrible. Sports Illustrated found that they were using it, or more specifically, other publishers that were feeding them stuff into their local feeds were using it. It was bad. It was terrible. They got blasted for it. And the publisher of Sports Illustrated, the whole head guy in charge, basically got fired for not paying attention to his job. What was being published? You would think he would do that. Deeper into the story, deeper than that, we can go into it tomorrow if you deem that worthy. Engage in the story on our feeds on Facebook and Twitter and let me know. Let me know if this is one that you want to go into. AI is taking over everything. As I said, we did a new AI, uh, use a new AI feature in our chatbot to give us a better read, not a quote writing of the stories, but a better reading and better summary of the stories. Hopefully I can learn to read them better. But you can see how AI is taking over things, making things easier for folks to do and sometimes harder because they just don't do as well as they should and no one's having any actual you know, adult supervision, human supervision, if you will. The robots aren't going to kill us. They're going to feed us bad information and we'll kill ourselves, essentially. Let's go to our sponsor we're highlighting today, and that is Hostage Tape. Hostage Tape had kind of a problem on Black Friday. They sold out of tape. Yes, Hostage Tape is the most comfortable mouth tape on the planet. And when we did our Black Friday sale, they sold large bundles of it and they sold out of tape. So supplies were in demand and they're stocking back up. So if you go to the Hostage Tape website and they're not in stock right now, they're stocking up as quickly as they can. So don't let that stop you. Hostage Tape, as I said, the strongest, most comfortable mouth tape on the planet. Put it on your mouth and help you with your breathing. How does it help? Because you're supposed to be breathing through your nose and not through your mouth. So if you're exercising and having shallow breaths in your mouth because you can't cut your breath, it closes your mouth and helps you breathe deeper through your nose. If you're sleeping at night and have snoring issues, sleep apnea, I'm not going to say it's going to fix your sleep apnea. If you have a mask, wear your mask. But if you are not wearing a mask and you have issues with snoring, put it over your mouth. See how well it works and see if it saves good night's sleep for you and keeps you from having your spouse try to choke you with a pillow in the middle of the night because of, you know, your snoring. 
It is the most comfortable mouth tape on the planet. Don't laugh at the name. Just check it out and see what's going on. Go to our link at our website for our affiliate link. This is a conversation project at this is a conversation project.com slash hostage tape. This is a conversation project.com slash hostage tape. This is affiliate link, as I say. So we get a commission from what you buy. It's not going to cost you anything extra. We just open the door for you and they let us get a little piece from that one. Check it out. The most comfortable hot mouth tape in the planet, on the planet, one of those words for the planet, it is hostage tape. Taking a moment to hype ourselves, we are The Conversation Project, and we want you to visit us at our website, This is theconversationproject.com. We have links to this thing here, the things you might have heard video. I have it in the audio form. We're going to trim it up after we get done doing this live. It's 5.50 in the morning, so give it about 10, 15 minutes. You can get the audio version of it. At 6.20, we already posted hit the link, so you should get the links in your email in a newsletter. So go ahead and subscribe for that. Find out where you can do all that stuff at the website, This is the Conversation Project. Also, find out links to us, our homes on TikTok and, and Facebook and Twitter and YouTube. Uh, basically, search for The Conversation Project and look for a little speech bubble. It's there all over the place. We are dropping all sorts of knowledge on the YouTubes and on the TikToks and on Instagram as well to kind of engage with you all day long. And, of course, follow us on the feed so we can get the news stories that we're talking about every single day. Email us at the conversation project or the conversation inbox at gmail.com. That way you can tell us what to do, literally. And go to the partnership link at our website and connect with us there. And then you can also tell us what to do, literally, with all that stuff. Now, let's get to some fun stuff, as we promise, every single weekday morning. We always get our fun stuff with birthdays and let us not disappoint we know it is taylor's world and today it literally is taylor's world so if you see her walking around with a paper clip with a whole bunch of one dollar bills for her it's probably is 100 dollar bills it's because it's her birthday give her a couple give her cash buy a couple albums um go see a concert movie hang out whatever so because mrs K travis kelsey oops Miss Taylor Swift is 34 years old on the day, and she rules the world. Uh, Beyonce as vice president. Sometimes they swap back and forth, but right now Taylor's got the top. Uh, Beyonce's on, you know, playing sidekick, but she won't play it for long. It is what it is. Just back away and let it happen. On this day in 2003, actual history to talk about. Former Iraqi President Saddam Hussein was captured near his hometown of Turkurt. Uh, it took a long time to get Saddam Hussein, uh, who. Um, Oddly enough, as the, the trail of dictators kind of kind of faded away a bit as we kind of backed away from that, we really weren't all that big on capturing guys and getting big guys. And then we got guys like Saddam Hussein. And then we, you know, Gaddafi got, got caught. And then, of course, the big one, which is, of course, um, um, the big one is dealing with Al-Qaeda and all those things like that. It's amazing how we made these war on terror. We made this war against these dictators. And then we sort of backed away from it. We are a fickle lot. We are, but we always are looking to rattle sabers when the time comes. It is kind of what it is. We are what we are. We'll do what we do. You know, it, it is how it works out. Best thing you can do for that is, as we get closer and closer to this election, is make sure you're voting for someone who is going to represent you the best. And sometimes we will find someone will vote for someone who represent them the best, which doesn't represent us the best. We'll do more commentary on that going forward, but make sure you're actually paying attention to what the people are saying, what they say they're do, and what they want to um, achieve and accomplish, because sometimes it's a little scary who we'll vote for. The more entertainers, 
literally than the more engaging and on this day we're celebrating popcorn string day on the 13th of december now for back in the days when we actually got a chance to watch snoopy and linus and woodstock and watch the peanut specials you could see other things like snoopy and, and woodstock making popcorn so they can make strings for the christmas trees and things like that popcorn string day was made as a traditional decoration for trees you made a bunch of popcorn you got some string you ran it through and you put it around your tree you also had a real tree, you had lights that probably would catch on fire, things like that happening. So it's a different time and place. I literally bought three trees yesterday, three Christmas trees for under $100 that you plug them up, they light up, and they're fine because that's what we do these days. Not going to complain because I don't have time for three live trees with sap and needles and all that stuff back in the day. I don't know how my dad even dealt with that stuff back in the day. But um, Popcorn String Day is something that's a more or less a old-timey thing. I don't think that any child under 20 has ever seen popcorn strung around a tree before because it doesn't seem like it's worth the time. But today, we're going to celebrate it because I'm an old head and I remember stringing popcorn and putting around a tree. It was tedious. It was a pain in the butt, to be honest. But you know what? When you eat half the popcorn, that means you have to pop more popcorn. And that's the plus. And that's the plus for the day. No real minuses. Let's get out there and have a great day. We do want you to we do want to remind you that it is a season of joy and love, but maybe you're not feeling as much joy and love as you think you should, or you're feeling absolutely no joy and love and don't understand what's going on. A conversation with someone from the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline will help. Call or text them at three at 988-988 on your cell phone or visit 988lifeline.org online. 24-7, someone will answer the phone, someone will answer your text in English and in Spanish. Someone will be there to talk to you through whatever it is you're going through. This is a great season for love. And sometimes all the love that's going on just makes you understand just how unloved you may feel inside. You are loved. You are cared for. We need you here. Uh, so if you need someone to talk to, find someone local. There are also local resources. Find a friend that you can reach out to and have a conversation with. Or call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline and get someone to talk to you today. With that, make sure you stay hydrated and limber and on task for all the grand things you are here to do. Because I said it every single day. It is Wednesday, December 13, 2023. We are officially done with this edition of Things You Might Have Heard. As we say, replays are coming up at our website. This is a conversationproject.com. But if you're watching it, why get the replay? Well, you want to find the website because you want to get the various things. You also want to check us out on the feed so that you can tell us what to talk about on Thursday. That's a novel idea. And just enjoy the day ahead. I didn't say it. 12 days till Christmas. 12 days till Christmas. 12 days till Christmas. I never said it. I love you. Mean it. Let's get out of here and have a great rest of this day. Because we're on this is you know, right after 6. So I have a full day to get to as I'm doing this. Uh, you can see this in the replay version. All over the place. And like, love, hate, the engagement. Do that for the stories. Like and share the videos and the audio so we have more people engaged in this to grow this. We want to do some big stuff in 2024, so we need your help. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow.